0: This is The Larry Society, the most uncontrollable podcast in the world.
1: Whisper, whisper.
0: And tonight we got Kehlani and Jake. Guys, welcome back.
1: Hello.
0: Hello. Don't be scared, Jake. Hi. Both, <laughs> both of these guys have been on the show multiple times. We love to have them. The energy is always great when they're here. Uh, so let's just get right into it. Okay. Why do cats suck? Come on now. You go first. Why do they suck? They straight suck. Like I'm a dog guy. In, I used to have a cat for nine years and I give
1: him away because me and him used to get down. I think it's because if a dog attacks somebody, it's instantly yep. a horrible dog. Right. Like if, if you have people over and your dog bites somebody, like, oh, um, you're, you're genuinely upset. Right. Because dogs don't usually attack people. Mm-hmm. But if your cat mm-hmm. scratched the shit out of somebody, you would probably just be like, shrug your shoulders and be like, yeah, he does that. It's like, <laughs> kind of expected. It. Yeah. Like, it's not like a big deal. So, like, yeah. that's the first reason they get away with so much. Like, a cat yeah. could fuck you up yeah. and a bleep.
0: No, you can say fuck. Yeah. Uh, a
1: cat could fucking fuck you up. Fucking bitch ass cat, you want to get down? The, the owner is probably going to show you, like, even worse scars and be like, yeah, he's been doing that for three years. Like, I yeah. don't know why. But, if, but if a dog is known, like, if a dog attacks one person, he either gets put down or, like, oh, he's going to a home. Dude, that's facts.
0: Like, why are dogs always euthanized, but cats aren't? You know, cats on the low... You know cats don't really need us to live?
2: No, they don't. They, like, they with, can do around. their own shit.
0: Like, they're very intelligent, little little shits. But dogs are low-key kind of stupid, but we love dogs. Did you have
1: a cat growing up?
0: I did, for nine years, and I get rid of him. Oh. <laughs> you know how much you have to hate an animal to get rid of it after nine? <laughs> yeah. He fucked up. He, he broke, like, a couple of my Xbox games, so I so. And then like, this is fucked, but he was growing this thing on his eye. It looked like a, a, a cyst over his eyeball. <laughs> yeah. And my mom took him to the vet. It means like when cats have severe stress, they get it. And so basically we had to give him these eye drops every day for the rest of his life. And it'd go away if we give him the eye drops. But low key, yeah, it was me that gave him the stress. Oh my God. But that cat would fucking, oh my God, dude. he had his own room. He had his own room. It was about the size of your room, Jake. He had his own room. He had a, my dad's, like one of my dad's clients at the time was like a cat fucking uh, would build like cat houses. So, he had like a three story cat house, his own litter box, like his own window, and that fool was still hating his life. Like, damn. Whatever. And he got fat, like, he gained oh. hella weight. And I'm like, I would only feed him once a day to cut back on the cows. That's the line. <laughs> he was fat. Yeah, fat. He- no, but I was just like, fool, what are you doing? Like, you got this big ass house, you go run around all day, and you're still chunked. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he got to the point where he'd always hiss at me, and then like at the very end, he would, like, one time he'd sit next to me and he was purring on me. I was like, yeah we're getting rid of you in two weeks though oh
2: my god he's trying to cut too late,
0: too late to, to be nice to me now but oh anyway in alive. all seriousness cheetah hope you're doing good I don't, he might be dead by now I mean, Oh my! we god. got rid of him when I was a sophomore in high school so I was like 15 I'm 23 he, dude he'd be oldest we got him when I was 9 do you think he's still alive he'd be like 14 is he still alive actually no we got him when I was 8 wait
2: what's cat's lives then I think
0: okay. it's like 15 years
2: can live up
1: dude to like he's
0: 20, fucking old if you're still kicking G <laughs> you're wait, someone what? else's problem That's wait where's your cat
1: now like Get him he... to an
0: adoption center, oh, and then okay. like they adopt him, and yeah, he got adopted hella quick though. I guarantee he's definitely an old lady's vibe, like cre- creepy old lady's like, oh, new cat, who this? Oh, okay, so to transition to that, talking about creepy old people that have cats, why should you avoid? Give me three reasons, both of you.
2: <laughs> why you
0: should avoid people that fucking like cat. Like if someone says cats over dogs, if I see that on a Tinder bio, block left. She could be a ten out of ten, but if she says cats over dogs, otherwise don't talk to me. Okay, I'm not
1: talking to you. I'm for my dogs. I like what you said about the Tinder shit. Uh, if she says cats over dogs, I'm like, I already know your room smells horrible. Yeah, you're a red oh, flag. You're already walking.
0: People, yeah, people don't shower if
1: they're cat people. Well, just like, if they that have a cat, like it, we're in college, so like, if she's gonna have a cat and she likes cats, the litter box is probably gonna be in her room. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun to smell during Netflix and chill. Like, uh, yeah. Yo, your cat's laying a log right now. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you know, you. the reason why the litter boxes have those little like cones over them, because like cats cannot shit in public. Like unlike dogs, dogs are just dogs, right? They'll just go anywhere. Yeah. Swear to God. You have to like if you have a litter box, if it doesn't have a top on it, like you can't watch and poop. They don't they're like little fucking prima donnas. Okay. They can't they can't be watched when you poop. So like they'll get pissed. I'm like, <laughs> Well, there's house cats and there's like
2: cats that live in the homes. So think about it. Obviously cats go poop outside. What do you mean
0: cats live in the homes? Those are house cats.
2: Okay, house cats and then you have or oh, I mean outside. Stray
0: cats. stray cats?
2: No, just outside cats that like just like they go outside mm-hmm. and then they come back they when they want that. to. They yeah. yeah, they're like, Oh, that's fine. That's
0: true. That's so then true. they
2: poop probably outside. They probably don't care. So yeah. there's two different types I did, of cats.
0: I would be stressing though. Like if my cat was just like walking around, I'm like, dude, if you don't come home, that's on you. Wait, Wait, but that's the difference
2: between a, Really? That's the yeah. difference between a dog and a yeah, cat. That's so sketchy
0: <laughs> <laughs> though, dude. I'd be like, fool, what are you fucking doing?
1: Like, come back. Can you imagine? He's an outside dog. He just dude. roams the street. No, dude. It's the equivalent
0: of being like, oh you're in Afghanistan, but here's a cell shelter with all this military food personnel, you'll be safe here. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna go take a walk around Taliban. Taliban. I'm gonna go deep. walk around uh, Saudi Arabia next to ISIS. If I don't make it back, I wanted to take a stroll. All right, gee, you're playing your own
2: risk. But yeah. that's the difference between dogs too. Because if you see a stray dog just walking, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, we got to take it somewhere somewhere." But if you see a stray cat, mm, you're like, eh, "You're like whatever. Like it's okay. It'll go home. Like once it needs to go." Yeah, because nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> cats. <laughs> that's so I see. Sad I'll though. see. I
0: can see four cats on the street. I say, "I don't give a fuck about you, 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 or you." <laughs> But if I see a dog that's got one leg, probably 95 years old, I'm still going to help that little guy do his home. <laughs> even though he's probably got a week left. Cue Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. <laughs> no, and the, oh, was, uh, fax, so that shit is manipulative. Those commercials are manipulative.
1: It is. Damn but they make, they
0: make me uh, fucking think. All right. Here's a controversial uh, <laughs> controversial topic that's been up lately.
1: Are there more...
0: Jake's already getting ready to unload. Are
2: dance.
0: there more doors or wheels in this world? I say wheels. Now, I'm going to have Keilani go first. Keilani with the, uh, what do they do in the presidential debates? Keilani will have 45 seconds to give her point. At that point, Jake, you can rebuttal.
2: Jake's going to hate go. my point. But I think wheels, because if you think about it, a lot of, like, <laughs> But I think it's because, like, okay like somebody made a point. There's so many hot wheels out. There's so many like little cars out that you have to count the wheels on. Yeah, there's doors on it, but like, it doesn't like. <laughs> so
0: keep that. going, keep going, no, no, keep going.
2: But I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more wheels, especially like, you made a point, steering wheels. Okay, on cars there's four doors and four wheels, you think, but then there's a steering wheel. And there's a
0: spare tire. But
2: then again, if you think about it like this, there, you don't, what's considered a door? Because like, there's so many doors that you consider as well as wheels. So you really can't, uh, like I feel like that's well, where it gets what you gonna
0: say that these. Drawers or doors?
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you—if you consider it, though, like—but people say it's open and closed. But then they're like, okay, but then there's so many things. So is a door. Cool, they said like the light switches that goes on and off. So they're like, like I
0: don't know. I don't. What the
2: fuck? No. People are saying a that. light switch
0: is not it's a door. TikTok. Okay, you, I watched. It's a lot someone of was on acid that you were talking to.
2: I watched a lot of TikTok. <laughs> they're
0: like, hear me out. The chimney is like a door <laughs> yeah. Santa
2: comes in and out of it. All okay. Right. Anyways, I say wheels. Jake, Go what ahead. do you
1: got? Your mic's all you, doors damn that's crazy doors doors tough uh fridge doors car doors there's wheels on
0: the fridge to move the fridge in and out that's four wheels on the fridge and only two doors on the fridge if you get a crazy fridge if you get a really crazy fridge you might get four doors right you get the one freezer the other freezer the one fridge the other fridge there's still four wheels on that bitch Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I don't
1: necessarily feel I need to explain myself. I think, think you should because we're on a podcast and people want to. If they're team, I'm, I'm big doors. Uh, everyone says Hot Wheels. I, I don't know if we're counting functional doors only in this case because I think we should also. Oh, you're, like talking, about, ooh, you're like talking about. Oh, you're talking about like Christmas house. time
0: comes around. You make a graham cracker house. There's a door
1: in that. There we go. There's no wheels on that hoe. But wait. Point that out. Mm. There's no wheels on Whoa, a gingerbread
0: house. Hear me out. Let's just say I'm gonna blow your fucking mind here. So let's say it's Christmas time. Okay, you're building a, a, a gingerbread house, which has a door with no wheels, right? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Let's let's rewind. Let's go back in time. Before that was all packaged up. That was that came from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's say that came from somewhere uh, in fucking let's say let's this came from Netherlands. This gingerbread, this specific gingerbread, okay. In order for it to get – it got, had to get packed on a on a car probably, right? Which does have two – if we're thinking about most things, it's going to be a semi-truck, which really only has three doors. The big door in the back, the two on the side, but that's a with semi-truck. so
2: many wheels.
0: It's 18 fuckwits. Now, hear me out. That's – hold on. Now, the gingerbread is now flying in this little semi-truck with big, fat Ronnie boy driving the front with his fat beer belly. So then we get – we drive. We drive all the way to the airport. Then we load it on, which the airport really only has what? You got the fucking – Maybe three emergency exits. The bathroom door, it's like four. Um, the door that opens when you walk out to the like uh, to the lobby like five. Let's give it. Let's just let's just overestimate. Let's say there's nine. Let's say there's ten wheels on the airplane. Okay, when an airplane takes off, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's eight to ten wheels at least.
1: At least, yeah.
0: And let's think about everyone's luggage that had to come on that train that has four Wh-wheels. wheels.
1: <laughs> Do you me five. Team okay. wheels, do your faded thing, and there's doors. Gingerbread, uh, yeah, they have to go on trucks, but where do they go before the trucks? They're in a factory. Factories have not that many, doors.
2: Not that many doors.
1: But how, look at what's around the factory. Yeah, all Thousands wheels. of cars. All <laughs> Thousands of cars to get to work.
2: And all, all the doors. stuff that's moving, all of the stuff, like all of the big boxes, It's not, they're not just carrying it. They're putting it on wheels because it makes it easier to, like, distribute. Mm-hmm. Yep. See?
0: And think about, hey, two do- think about like those, do- especially in Chico with all the country boys here, and I guess girls too. Think about all the homies that drive the duallys with the six the six wheels. Oh, yeah. A lot of those are only two-door doors. Trucks. Like Zobo. Like- Zobo only has a two-door. So that's only two doors, and there's at least four wheels, sometimes six.
2: Bro, wheels all day. <laughs>
0: wheels on the bus go round and round, but the bus might actually have a couple more doors, so I take that one back.
2: Okay. No, it doesn't. No, yeah, you're right. Two.
0: Jake is shell-shocked. Doors. <clears throat>
2: <laughs>
0: he, he's in disbelief honestly okay so uh, another this. by the way this podcast we're kind of just shooting shits on random ideas by the way everyone that's listening if you have ideas go ahead and DM them to me or comment on the podcast because we'd love to uh, answer some questions from you guys but here's another one when you buy new clothes do you wash them before you, before you wear them
2: 100% uh,
0: then I guess I'm sus because I'll literally just wear it my, my biggest fear is buying a brand new shirt I'm like this is fire and then I wash it and it's too small I feel that. I feel that.
2: I trip. Wait, so this is why you should probably dry your clothes or you should buy a size up because you keep saying well, they're mediums well, you buy Well, our it. dryer
0: is broken, Kalani, and that's why I had to use yours the other day. Thank you very much, Hills Properties.
2: That's not the point though. I'm saying you should buy a like, size up if you know it's going to like dry smaller because you keep saying they're medium. Well, okay,
0: hear me out. Low key, I feel that. Like I feel like honestly, it's not um, it's not the Nick show, even though this is my podcast. But I think I've been working out pretty good, and I think that larges are a perfect fit for me, but if I wash them, they're too small.
2: So then get an extra large. So
0: I know. I need to start getting extra larges, but uh, this is kind of actually a good side topic we don't even have. I feel like it takes uh, another level of confidence to wear clothes that are bigger, but I feel like it's honestly more attractive in a woman's eyes if they see a man that can wear any sort of clothes and be like, oh, he can rock that. But for me, I don't like wearing really big baggy shit. Like That's not me. I like being like, I don't know.
2: you like. Wearing tight clothes so that everyone can see your body shape is what you're saying. I guess call me a douchebag, huh? <laughs> what that's what but it's <laughs> not even
0: but I'm not even basically saying that. I don't need them to be too tight. But I'm just saying like I'm a pretty sweaty guy, like it's I don't know. Well
2: even fit girls want to wear like they wear baggy ass clothes and you can literally take it off and then they're like, What the fuck? I didn't think that like you know, like they are like think you had the a dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You're just trying to like make it so it fits your like body type so a girl can look at you and be like, Oh, right. your body type, like But
1: it but I'm telling you, it works. Go. Go. I, saw, I saw something yeah, yeah. on fucking TikTok and it was like, anybody born before 2000 is like terrified of baggy clothes. Because we all grew up wearing like skinny jean era. And it's like, I effort. did never wear that.
0: I let the record show. I was never that guy. No, you, you were wearing
1: the, <laughs> fucking you were green, wearing the neon. Did you, were, did you look like you wore. No. You had Osiris's too. No, you know, yeah, those, are, those are school shooters for sure. <laughs> oh my god uh, Those are the Columbine cool kids. That's the bleeple, 2.0 Columbiners. I'm good. Uh, fucking, no. I grew up wearing like it's skinnier, skinnier was always better. And it's like to see like, yeah, girls when we're driving by the high school, just because our college is right Mm -hmm. next to it. Um, you know, you see kids wearing like really like 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 sixteen inch wide pants, like baggy baggy jeans, like like nineties no. baggy, and I'm uh-huh. like, you know, that's kind of dope, but like I could never, <laughs> 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 yeah, facts. like you know, like do right. you, but like yeah. you know, I I'm, like, I'm straight. straight. I'm not saying it's got to be skinny, but like slim straight was always okay. the style of pants when I was growing yeah, up. I'd like to I'd like to
0: reframe my statement because okay, nice. you know, I made mean, it like a fucking tool bag. but
2: well, that's what you said. I,
0: I just said I want I like the standard fit clothes yeah because if you work out the standard fit look good now i don't like the tight fit because then you're just like all right what are you doing even there's sometimes like i've worn a couple shirts i don't wear anymore because i'm like this is too fucked i look like a fucking idiot but but the baggy i think i do need to transition to more baggy clothes just like if you wear things that make you uncomfortable in a much smaller sense you can wear anything and be comfortable with it right you have a better you have you have even more confidence when you're wearing your favorite shirt when you're wearing your eighth favorite shirt but, um, but I like to wear standard fit. Like my jeans, I don't like baggy jeans. I don't like tight jeans. I like, mm-hmm. I like the athletic fit jeans.
1: Yeah, straight fit. Same
0: with, my, same with my shorts. I don't like baggy shorts. I don't like fucking up here.
1: Tree, I nice. like
0: wearing just above my knee. I'm like middle tier fucking stuff. You know what's funny? I never thought guys
1: actually thought
2: about that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, I never even thought you thought I about that. I do. Those. Like
0: when I wear my je- shorts every time, I always – well, actually, they're not like there right now because I'm sitting. But I wrap this little top spring over. Mm-hmm. But, but as I've gotten be- older, I've gotten more comfortable showing my, like, I guess, leg. Cause I'm like, I right, work out, like it, it looks good. It's not like here, like European homies. Yeah. But it's not. I, I used to have them below my leg, and to me, that looks like sloppy. That's just my opinion, but teach The Adam Sandler, yeah, oh good guy. Yeah. No, but I didn't know guys thought about that. I mean,
2: it's.
0: A- I mean, I, I probably, to be honest, not respectfully, I, I probably don't spend as much time as this, like girls do on their clothes, but I at least would be like, all right, these shorts are kind of long. These ones are too short. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, so. <clears throat> Another thought here, Kaylani, since you are the TikTok queen, you know everything about TikTok. This yes, is sir. like a news reporter TikTok lady. mm
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: She follows the charts, you could say. Uh, and trends. Why, yeah. Why do you think TikTok puts people on with music, at least for, I can speak for me personally, puts people on for music way more than Spotify or Apple?
2: Are you asking me first?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, just because, I mean, they promote a lot of songs and like, I mean, I hear a lot of songs only because of it, not like. Like, if I didn't hear it off of TikTok, I would never hear it because it comes on my For You page. So I'm like, oh, this is a cool song. So then I listen to it and then everyone starts listening to it and it's like, it spirals. Like, I've had friends that are like, it I'll, I'll be like, it's a TikTok song. And they'll be like, Kehlani, it's not a TikTok song. And I'm like, well, I heard yeah. it from there and that's how it's been popping. No one else is going to hear it if you don't hear it from TikTok. Right. Usually.
0: Because there's a couple songs I can think of right now, like Spaceship, Shout Out the Boy Jake. I put up an F. She tried to shit fuck. I Bitch I'm on it. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Anyway, that's a TikTok song and then the uh shoddy's like a melody with the uh, little T J mm-hmm. um, remix with Juice World. I'll play it while we're like talking about this. But I was like, dude, this song is fire and I, it was literally on my like for you page and it's some guy off a balcony like killing himself No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> oh he's he's, a, he's on top of a balcony and he's like showing his view, of basically being rich. And I was like, What song is that in the background? And now I got an advertisement that's so embarrassing. So while we're waiting, we'll just keep talking But yeah, what do you think, Jake? Do you listen do you like TikTok songs? Yeah, no,
1: I I like, I'm a big music guy, so I do a really, really good job of not relying on stuff like TikTok to find mm-hmm. music, but it is really, really cool when, uh, I, I can think of a couple of songs just off the top of my head that, like, i found that were really, really low-key, maybe they weren't, like, super, super big. Like and Party then, Rock Anthem, by Alan <laughs> Yeah. Like that. I've never heard of that one. Um... But, like, songs that are kind of low-key that I'll hear on TikTok, and they'll still be low-key on the TikToks that I see, but they'll blow up. Mm-hmm. And to see these artists, like, get popping and be like, oh, that's crazy. Like, TikTok just gave this artist that I, I messed know. with and I liked and I supported. Like, now they're really big and they have a huge, huge following behind them. So
2: that's um, what I think it's
1: cool about it. Do You, you know, I think I think
0: we know the answers, but it's almost like who came first, Chicken or the Hen? Do you think these songs get popular because a song is good and then famous people play them on their TikToks? Or do you think famous people play them on their TikToks and then people are like oh the song is good. I don't
2: know, that's hard. I feel like it no, I feel like it hands down it the song is just really good so then famous people click onto it they're like oh I really want to use this song for x y and z and then it blows up because I feel like if I hear a song and I mean I'm not me but like famous people hear a song they're like and eh, that's not that really good they're not going to use it for mm-hmm. their platforms and it's not going to go viral but if they hear a song that's like oh this is hella good I'm going to use it. So I feel like the song has to be really good for them to actually like, I
0: also it. I'm honestly going to go the opposite view. I'm going to say that 'Cause TikTok is right, they're all getting they're all huge, they're all trying to like do the next hot thing. I feel like like let's take someone it's not her, but like let's just say someone like Addison Ray that's like really popular. She's trying to be trying to start the next trend of things to just blow her platform up. So she finds a low-key song, does some stupid ass dance to it, and then everyone's like, Oh my god, what is that song? But
2: what's funny? That's is, how I think about it. But Addison Ray doesn't really like Not her, just like No no, but I'm saying like she TikTok. just she follows somebody else's like she'll get dance credits for somebody else. Like she does more from somebody else. Like she looks at all different platforms, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, this is a this is a trend. Let me take it. It's not like she's like, oh, let me make this dance up myself. She
0: usually yeah. takes it. This is I don't know if we can get plagiarized for that, so we'll stop it before Spotify shuts us down with us and our 600 total listens. Um, okay, so next is what we got next. Okay, here's another mindfuck one for you. Bro, Jake, you already got a story. I want to hear it. Why do they call it urgent care if you don't go there for urgent care? So before we break this one off to Jake, think about it. When shit goes wrong, I'll give you a quick story. I was like ten years old. I was playing baseball. I was going through a slump, which means for people that don't know, it means that you were going. I was striking out a lot. I don't know what was going on. My swing was off. I was like ten years old. I could not make contact with the ball correctly, like my golf game right now. I'm gonna do a fucking slump. Don't even want to talk about that. Anyway, so I fouled the ball off into my fucking dome. Like, point blank, just, like, made contact, topped the ball, and it shot into my skull. If you actually look at my right side of my eyebrow versus the left, there's a scar tissue here. It, like, spans out more. You can feel it, too. You touch my fucking skull. Anyway, I got this – it literally looked like the size of a fucking tennis ball I was put inside of my face. And I was like, fuck. And then I didn't even finish the count like a bitch. I just walked off the court, <laughs> off the field. Out and the then court. my mom was freaking out. I was like, mom, relax, relax. And she's like, okay, I'm fine. They drive me to – um Urgent care, by the way, the pus was so bad. I could smell it from my nose. There was so much blood clotting in my brain, bro. I should be, it was a fucking fat. I mean, I was like 10, so it wasn't that fast, but the the speed of the ball hitting my face probably came off at at least 40 miles an hour. You know, you're talking about this close, a baseball, that's gonna fuck you up. And so anyway, we went to urgent care and they were like, "Uh, we cannot do anything with him, take him to the hospital. And I'm like, bitch, it's called urgent care it should say urgent care and it's tiny ass like low-key not that urgent. Like It's really urgent go to ho- <laughs> go to the hospital.
2: I'm a fine friend.
0: Because the amount of times people sit in urgent care, urgent care, and they're just like waiting. It's like a fucking doctor's office. Yeah. Like, all right, Steve, we'll now see you for your heart attack. He's like, cool, flatline. Oh, okay. All right, Jake, you tell us what you happened with your story.
1: I just realized. I guess, yeah, I technically wasn't. I was, I was just at the ER, but even the ER sometimes can lag. Mm-hmm. Going to the ER isn't necessarily quick. What, is, what it. does ER stand for? Emergency room. Emergency room. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like just like 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 urgent <laughs> urgent and emergency are not the same like, I totally
0: knew that. I don't know why I said
1: <laughs> if you send somebody an email and say like yeah, respond, yeah. it's urgent. Yeah. Like you should respond quickly.
2: But, but
1: if you don't respond within like the next ten minutes, everything's gonna be okay.
2: Be all, but also urgent cares are more for like little things, like like actual little things. Like, I know, it's just funny, like
1: urgent care.
2: Well I agree, but like it's like everyone knows urgent care as being like, oh, like, okay, you got out, like a little cut things on your yeah, a cut on your hand it that needs to, to get stitches stitch. and it's like, okay perfect, we can go there. but it's like obviously you go to the ER for that reason. you would not go to urgent right.
1: care. yeah. Uh, I, I would even the ER though can lag and I can prove yeah, that. I when I was 13 I went snowboarding on my birthday and I broke my wrist, but it wasn't that bad of a break. Uh, it was it was what's called a green stick fracture, like a like a bamboo splitting. It wasn't like it broke in half; it just splintered on the side of it, and it was okay. I healed fine, and I went the very next year on my birthday, my 14th birthday, oh, my God. and I was on the same lip, the same like the same exact run, everything to a T, you know, almost the same time of day, and I broke the same wrist. But because it had been split a little bit the year before, it both the bones gave, and it was a compound fracture. Wow. And I sat in the waiting room at the ER in Redding, Redding, California, for six hours. Like I said, my bone is sticking out of my skin, and I have a second elbow. Like I'm looking down I at, can't. and I'm like begging them, like, please, can I get some like pain relief? I'm like gonna pass out. This hurts so bad.
2: You're 14. Yeah. And, oh my god uh,
1: I was like yeah I wasn't even I wasn't old enough to even know about like perks or fucking oxys or anything I was like, just like, <laughs> I was like yo my arm feels like it's on fire it burns I can i look every time I move I can feel a like croak and they're like oh so just hang in there sweetie we'll, we'll be done soon oh right yeah that's fucked uh, yeah when I finally got in I, I think I just bitched the doctor and I was like I just waited six fucking hours dude like start jamming needles in my, I want the morphine. I want you, you, you anything I want. You got to give me right now. If I want codeine, you got to give me coding. No. If I want to smoke up blunt in here, you got to let me do that at this point. Like yep. what,
2: what's crazy is my, like my only, uh, I've been in the ER multiple times, but my only like rush to the ER where I've been in an ambulance was like quick. Like, I mean, I kind of, I feel like I blacked out majority of it cause I felt like I was losing a lot of blood, but like hands down, like I've literally, her
1: toe.
0: I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah, was flashed okay. before my eyes wait what happened tell them the story why'd you go to the yard ER?
2: okay so I was we have a pool and like on our pool there was like an um, outing like I can't explain it but mm. there's an outing so basically I was running around the pool playing Stubborn fish out of titer. water playing fish out of water and there was my hose was there and I didn't see it so I tripped over my hose and my legs went like over like i mean that like people will not like they can't see because it's a podcast but i went over No, and so i went over and basically hit a private spot that you never want would never want to hit and and i fell into the pool you hit
0: your private a woman's private spot? yes a
2: woman's private spot. oh
0: my god and
2: i started screaming and my mom thought we were playing a game so she like wow. and she was outside but then she like ran over and she almost had to jump in the pool because i was like kind of like like a fish out of water so dead dirty.
0: Oh my god! So then I so, like get, I can only really imagine. And mind
2: you, I did summer period then, so obviously seeing blood down there is not a place you want to see blood. So it's my not mom, that time of the month. So I get Four out years. and I'm like I'm like really dazed, but I, I, then my mom's like, Oh my god! My god. mom's like,
0: That's So crazy. <laughs>
2: my mom's like, I, I need to call nine hundred and eleven, and I was like, Don't call nine hundred and eleven, but then she's like, Okay, Kaelin, okay, we have to. So she calls nine hundred and eleven. They literally are – I'm never going to forget this. Moving things out of the way so the gurney can get through, they get the gurney there. They put me – I've never been put on a gurney. They put me on the gurney. Is it kind of fun? No, not at all.
0: Not not the experience. <laughs> not the experience, but like being on a gurney, like, whoa, I'm getting people carried.
2: No, but then okay. we get in, and it happens to be people that we know, like yeah. are like the ambulance – I mean the paramedics are the people we know, so my mom felt comfortable leaving me with them. Mm-hmm. And then they took me off the gurney, and it was a puddle of blood. So I almost had to get stitches down there, but then like, and like I said, it was an easy like, <laughs> like what in the hell
0: I never knew this story. That's kind of nuts. And,
2: and I got an ultrasound. That was my first ultrasound. And then she
0: was pregnant, yeah, and then with, I was the, pregnant. with the chlorines baby. <laughs> yep. Okay. So on that note, sorry, earlier we were talking about someone. I couldn't remember what it was. Oxymorons. Have you ever thought about oxymorons?
2: What's
0: that? It's when a word means exactly opposite what it means like awfully good. Jumbo. Bittersweet, jumbo shrimp, civil war.
1: Okay,
0: like words that the compound words like a what's the civil war right? North and South fighting, but what's the word civil mean? C- to be civilized, to be a civilian.
2: Okay,
0: war means to kill each other. To, it's like oh, so they like, contradict each okay, other. Yes. So right, let's just they're look at a couple. Oh,
2: okay. Icy you get hot. it? Yeah, yeah, I get it now. Icy, okay, Old I get news.
0: It. Right, news is supposed to be new. News. No, no. Okay, good. I get it. I get
2: all right, good. here.
0: We got some crazy ones here. So I just wanted to bring a couple of these up so you guys thought. Okay, um, only choice. Is it really a choice if it's your only one? Mm. If they're like, all right, guys, so for pizza, we, your only choice is cheese. It's not even a choice. I, I'm Pizza or nothing. But you can make the argument that the choice, shout out my rhetoric teacher, Mrs. Manowski, I don't know how the fuck she's name. Jennifer, call her Jen, uh, talking about rhetoric, technically it is a choice. Because you don't have to eat the pizza. Your choice of pizza is? Pizza or nothing, but nothing is a choice. I'm gonna, actually, I have a class tomorrow. I'm gonna bring that up. Exact estimate. How's it exact if it's an estimate? All right, and then then last one. Uh, We'll go plastic (laughs) silverware. So stupid. Get it? Yeah. No, I get it. (laughs) Plastic silverware. Anyway, I know, I'm gonna start adding these into the fucking thing. All right, so let's just keep it going. All right. Um, why do you get up... I mean, I know I know, we know the answer, but let's just ask it. Why do you get up so fucking early for things that you love to do, but for things that you hate, you will sleep in until the goddamn sun goes down, up, down, up again? And to give you a perfect example, at least for me, I want to hear each of you guys explain one time where you felt a way about it. Cesar Chavez just passed. We all blacked out. We did it twice in one day again.
2: I would not say that for me.
0: Okay. Most of us blacked out in this household. Everyone in this household blacked out that lives here. Most of the legacy did, too. Anyway, okay, so... Um, why, like So for Travis, right, I was up at 5:50 in the morning, 5.50 a.m. vlogging, got all the roommates up. Angel was still late, shocker. Uh, and we were taking shots of tequila by 6 a.m. And I was so excited. Then we went and golfed. And I was literally so happy to be out there. Okay. Then I have class at noon. Sorry, mom. This is going to sting. And I have missed that class multiple times. And it's at fucking noon. And most of the nights, I don't, I'm not even drinking. Like tomorrow, I have class at noon. I'm going to go to that class tomorrow. But I had it on Monday. I wasn't even drunk on Sunday. So it's just funny because it's like when you really want to do something – You'll get up, and you can't wait to get up. You have so much energy. It's like wait, you just find it out of nowhere. But when it's something you do on the day-to-day, the mundane bullshit, right, going through the motions, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. I have nothing to look forward to. So,
2: I think you just answered it. for at least me, you answered I guess, it.
0: yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, is there a time that you guys got up stupid
1: early, and you're like, wow. Same Paddy's thing. And
2: Travis. Same
1: Paddy's and Travis for yeah. me. Yeah, I... I was doing at the time. I was I was doing a, fire, a firefighting uh, program. Yeah, I was doing nothing. <laughs> Dude, that would actually get you up early though. You'd yeah, be up, yeah. you'd be on one. Um, but I was doing a firefighting thing, and yeah, I, I, part of it was that we did do a lot of uh, clinical clinical time in a volunteer station, and those are twenty four to forty eight hour shifts. Fuck on. that! No sleep. I mean, you're allowed to sleep, but you don't sleep well knowing you can wake up in any second. So you're, you have your you know your radio on you, and you, you shut your eyes knowing that I might I just to get to sleep seconds. and have to get right back up. So you never ever allow yourself to get fully asleep. You also don't want to oversleep or sleep through an alarm, so you don't sleep super deeply. But I had done 24 hours and maybe slept a combined four hours for that. And it's Fuck not like idea. even at one time. I'm talking like like in 20-minute intervals of like snooze wake up oh, gotta go 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 come home okay eat a little bit snooze oh gotta go 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 dude so, that's so miserable just, but i had so much respect for 20 24 hours of that but we were leaving uh, to hawaii and i put a time off request for it and everything was good so i was like all right i just gotta get through the shift some bullshit happened and i had it laid on me at like eight o'clock the night before we left that i was gonna have to make a five-hour drive what do you mean? I wasn't supposed to have to drive my, I wasn't going to have to drive myself before I was going to get off this. Oh, 24. your parents told you hey, you got to meet yeah, I was, gonna meet them. Oh my uh, God, I was going to meet that's so sketchy. I, I called and asked if I could ride with them. Something like I said, just a weird scenario. And they told me while I was doing my 24 hour shift, it wasn't like I found out the morning of, like, yeah. that wouldn't have made sense. But uh, basically I was like, okay, so I just got to get through the shift and then get in the car right after, drive five hours down to Oakland and fly out of Oakland to International and we'll be good and yeah i remember just being exhausted tired and luckily at the end of the shift it was dying down i think it was a sunday evening mm-hmm. uh, so it wasn't wasn't super busy but uh essentially yeah what happened was i was able to sleep for like two hours before i was supposed to make this five hour drive and i normally would just be hating life like i can't believe i even have to wake up to drive home and sleep again mm-hmm. but i was like so juiced, like for yes, hawaii yeah you're gonna drive you're gonna mm-hmm. get on the plane you're gonna get out you're gonna take the bomb nap of your life yeah. you're gonna go find a hammock on the beach like don't trip and that was like a time where i was like yeah my body was dying but even yeah. then i was like just get through this you're excited. Like I got through that drive. I probably shouldn't have shouldn't have drove after not getting that much sleep. But like just the adrenaline of life. You're just so excited. Yeah. Can't fall asleep. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like we're about to go have so much fun. That, that's like the first Which one. Came adrenaline. Mind. To, yeah. to
0: me, what's one of the most interesting things in like life is just the the willingness that like the human mind can really do anything it puts its mind to. I'm reading this book right now. It's called Unbreakable. It's a book I just quoted again today. I don't know if I saw it, But it's about a uh, Navy SEAL named Tom Shea, who basically did like multiple tours. He was on uh, Task Force, uh, Task Bruiser 2, which is basically like the one that like Chris Kyle was on and like Jocko Willink, I don't know, like the, the main Navy SEAL regiment that like helped take down Afghanistan and Al Qaeda um, in the early 2000s. Anyway, and it was just crazy. He was talking about while he was still active in military, he fucking decided to do, it's a 10-day, a 10-day marathon. Which is like, it's, you. Ultra, I think, ultra it's, marathon, yeah. it's an old dude. It's 750 miles of between hiking, running, biking, swimming, kayaking. And you're getting like, you're getting like an hour sleep in between. Oh, hell no. And it was in Utah in the middle of the summer when it's like 9,500. Yeah, Utah's hot. It's just crazy. Cause he was talking about it. And he's basically saying like how like, dude, there's part like he's, his buddy's like fucking butthole ripped open. Like no shit. And he was like, I'm fine. And he like, they shot him up with some sort of medicine. He was good. And then how, <laughs> how they literally were so tired, how they literally were tired. And he, they said they were on the middle of a cliff. They tried to cut through the middle of a, a, a biking cliff. There was only one mile instead of having to go 10. And they were so tired. Like, all right, let's just camp out here. And they said they woke up in the morning with uh, the main guy, Tom, his, his feet had swollen, swollen, swollen. Yeah. Swollen. Swollen. Yeah. Because he fucking fell asleep. There's only enough room for his top body to, to sleep on. The other half was hanging off the cliff. And he oh, was just sleeping dushed. like that, yeah. And then oh. it was too swollen for him to move, so he had to slowly crawl his way like 200 yards to the left to get out. I Just like, anyway, what I'm getting at is, it always blows my mind because I have a couple of buddies. Shout out Mateo, Eric, Diego. Uh, one's a sheriff, two or firefighters. And they always they would go off like fucking same thing, like no sleep. They did EMT before they they became firefighters, and it's just nuts to me because it's like it's crazy though, like because you really can do it. You're miserable. You can't do, like think about this college kids. Like to be honest, I can always speak for myself, but I'm like I'm pretty lazy, right? Like. Uh, I think I take good care of myself, but I still oversleep, right? And like think about like all the police officers, soldiers, and just anyone, honestly. it doesn't even have to be such a serious it could be anything, but like if that's one thing I wish you could have I could have a skill is is like being able to just power through the sleep. And you can do it. I remember there's a time where I was going off, which is not It probably seems like heaven to you considering what you gotta do with the MT, but I was doing six hours and I would get up at six that's in the morning, I'd go to the gym, I would fast until twelve noon. Then I had like two or three classes and I'd come home, I'd, I'd close at work. I'd come home, I'd do homework, I'd go to bed at midnight. And I was doing it for like – and then every morning I'd have to make myself like – I'd have to do push-ups or like read one of my quotes. And I was like, dude, fuck this. I was going crazy. But, but it's weird though because like internally I felt so good because I'm like, man, I'm so in control right now. As much as I'm miserable, you feel so in control of your life because you're like, I am telling myself when to go to bed do you and want. when to get up. And there's this really good quote that Conor McGregor said. It's like, if you control what time you go to bed and what time you wake up and what you put in your mouth – Keep your mind out of the gutter. If, no, but for real, if you control what you eat, one time you wake up, one time you go to bed, you are like n- above ninety-five percent of the world. You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy though, because it's like those those three tasks are such a hard thing for people to do. But if you can do those, sky's the limit. <laughs> well
2: my dad always says your mind mind over matter. And right. He's always told me that since I was little. Like he's always like, Can't mind over matter. Even when I don't feel good, he's like, Mind over matter. And I'm like, Okay, well I can't do that. It's like <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, okay, Dad, I can't really do that. Like mm-hmm. It's not that easy, but, I mean, he was in the military, so he's, he's like,
0: he also knows. 82nd Division. Shout okay, out. Shout out Pete. Yeah. Um, okay, so, now we're going to transition to Kehlani crying. So, this is the part of the podcast where Kehlani cries. No, I'm just kidding.
2: That's not happening.
0: Okay, good. No, I'm just kidding. You can't do want. It's totally okay.
2: I'm going to cry.
0: It's totally okay. Anyway, so, um, but, Kehlani, big news. Yes. Thanks for the help, Jake. yeah uh, <laughs> Kaylani, where are you moving? Tell the viewers where you're going in, what, two months?
2: New York City. Big big
0: N-Y-E. Yeah, Upper East
2: Side, possibly, but more than likely, yes.
0: That's fire. So, tell everybody, like, just a quick story of how it happened to be, and then basically what your mindset is going to. You're literally going from the West Coast to the East Coast.
2: Okay, well, my parents- The best
0: coast to the West Coast. (laughs)
2: True.
0: Got more bitches than Petco.
2: But, um, Ben Mac and we, no, okay, sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. just start, just start calling Blueface. Okay, so, <laughs> I got it. Okay, so
2: one of my best friends from home, Brittany, wanted to move to New York for a long time. It's and, Brittany, then, but... I, and I'm very, um, I cannot, I'm very much of a um, spontaneous mover. That's how I moved to Chico. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so then I was like, oh, like, I'll move with you, like, jokingly. And then she was like, wait, really? And I was like, actually, like, let's go. And then now I want to do social media work, so it makes sense to move over there. It's either LA or New York, but I've never moved to LA unless I literally had to for a dream job. Um, And my parents live on the East Coast, so it made more sense to live (laughs) on the East Coast than to live over here, Mm because all my family lives over there.
0: And what part of the East Coast to the viewers?
2: North Carolina. I mean, I'm not going to give any, like, all the description. No, Carolina, I'm not saying your
0: address. I'm just saying you can name the state. Or North Carolina. Yeah, I okay, so guess. You got family in North Carolina, but you're going to move to New York. Yeah. All right, so it's so cliche, but you got to ask the question. Are you nervous? What's going through your head right now? Are you going to miss Chico? What are you looking forward to? What are you going to miss?
2: I mean, I'm getting stressed now because I feel like I have two months left, but I actually have one because this is only my last month of actually, like, honestly, like, not being stressed. And I know next month is going to be hell. Like, not mm-hmm. hell, but, like, it's going to be, like, I'm going to try to have to see everybody I want to see before I leave and as well as like going home to see my family. And then also like I'm going to Vegas and then I'm going straight from Vegas to New York. So it's like I have to go. I'm going home. Like it's just a lot. So it's like April is literally my last like fun month. And then it's like I'm fucking moving. That's why I said I wanted to do this because I'm like, I don't know when the last next time I might be able to do it.
0: Okay. So real quick. Also two quick reminder. We will do one of these two. Beer Olympics. Speaking of fun in April is literally less. We got to start planning on that. Two weeks. Three weeks, two and a half, I guess. Uh-huh. Two, yeah, two and some change. But yeah, so it will be a fun month for you. Mm-hmm. What do you, what's what are you gonna go to? So what do you want? Like life after college, I guess. Because are you gonna go to college out there? No, you're gonna go. Yeah, are you gonna, doing like TikTok and stuff? Uh,
2: no, I just want to do internships and work out there. But like honestly, network because that's all like what I, my like my job would be mm-hmm. is networking. But no, I know I wanna go back to college and finish and get my bachelor's because I wanna public relations yeah. or and like also like communications and get everything I need for a job out there. But I mean you never know. I mean I could I could say this now and then a year later I might be I might have my dream job. That's
0: you true. Know. Life is crazy how it works out. Okay, what's one thing I guess you still got two months, but basically your your this chapter of your life is like closed at Chico. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you've learned from Chico? Isn't that to be Chico itself a lot living in Chico it can be about the town Chico it can be about experiences motto mm,
2: I don't oh that's hard
0: <laughs> I drop a bomb on Jay, but go ahead
2: um, I don't know <laughs> I, think, like, I feel okay, like I've learned a lot here from like multiple people like, like okay, you, I genuinely think that
0: if you can crumble up all of the information into one like
2: that everyone deals with their own like, like cause I feel like this is when I learned about a lot of different personalities cause like I was living with multiple different personalities legacy is mm-hmm. All different personalities. So genuinely, all I feel of like everyone's
0: have schizophrenia. So there's multiple. Okay, personalities. <laughs> sorry, But ahead, sorry.
2: I feel like genuinely, I've learned that like everyone deals with their own things. Like 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 I actually saw it before my eyes that everyone deals with their stuff like mm-hmm. like differently, as well as everyone like deals with um things. And you, even if they like you think that their life's perfect on Instagram or just in general, like you think that they're just walking around happy all the time, that's not how it is. And like, we all deal with stuff. So I feel like that really was one of the biggest, honestly, that's one of the biggest things I learned in Legacy because seeing everybody like this, it's like, it's weird. But also like, I get, like, it makes me feel like I'm a person too.
0: That's good. That's actually very good. You hit that hammer on the nail right there. Uh, I think uh, just to go off that, yeah, like, that is true because like, everyone does, good and bad, everyone does have different emotions and living in Legacy has taught me that like, yeah, but it's not just so bad, but like, everybody deals with good and bad quite differently. Like that's the best way to put it. And and that can expand to just life in general, people in general, right? Like when things are good, you can notice some people are like over the top happy while others are just even kill. Mm-hmm. And When things are bad, you can some people that are honestly just losing their shit and they can't get it together. And it's like you have to breathe and then you
2: have people that are even kill. But it's also like I said, you think that a lot of people like on the outside's perspective, like, okay, I might be all happy and dandy, but then it's like, okay, I deal with my own things, but no one will know that. But then I learned in Legacy that like, There's so many people that have happy faces all the time, but are dealing with so much shit on the like back end. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's what I learned being here is like, oh my God, we all deal with like, everyone does. And you see it firsthand. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that it's like, it's helps everyone around you because we deal with so many personalities.
0: I think it definitely helps you. Yeah. And it helps you understand, read people. And when you can read somebody, then you can properly give them guidance and, or just be there for them. And it's like. Like you say, it's not negative, but like in a good way too, like you know how to read somebody, you know, if they want to be congratulated, if they did something good or if they want you to kind of downplay it, you know what I mean? So, and that, that direct sense is almost like softball, but I mean, I'm always telling the girls good job and whatnot, but, um, but I feel
2: like I learned a lot in Chico and like I'll never like, um, regret living here as well as I'll never like take that for granted because I learned so much in Chico.
0: Yeah. Big time. It it teaches you a lot. It's definitely, yeah, it teaches you a lot. Living with a lot of different people, seeing a lot of different aspects. Um,
2: Trapped in my life.
0: Big time. But it's – I think that it's good that you're moving because it's like in life you got to – you people get stagnant and then they just – you know, whatever happened to Keelani, oh, she's – you know, she ended up staying in Chico. And, and there's nothing wrong real quick with everyone seen that does do that. But what I'm saying is for certain personalities like Keelani's, uh, I think mine too and I'm, I'm assuming Jake's also on the same page, you d- we're not comfortable with staying at one place when we want to experience more maybe you know you come back to your family life or your family ta- hometown after but like i feel like at this time in our life is the time to go and attack and be like hey i want to try this business this, this. i want to move there there and there and if i fail so fucking be it
2: but i do not
0: know no good ahead, good ahead,
2: oh but i was also going to say i need to get the heck out of chico because the drinking here is not yeah like it's, it's oh i'm over yeah, it like yeah like that's big like that's my big one and I've talked about this multiple times with a lot of people so like this is my big one and you can keep this in but I the drinking is not like it's too easy here so I can't wait to move and like have an actual like driven like lifestyle where it's not just drinking all the time Mm -hmm. because that's what you do in Chico like that's everyone knows it And like, but also yeah there's it's just I'm ready for the next like chapter of my life but obviously I'm gonna miss this one but I'm never gonna forget it so yeah
0: you learned a lot You, you take the tools you learn you move forward
2: for sure All right,
1: Moose what do you got Oh, I was just going to add yeah to what you were saying about like, go, go out and see, don't, don't stay. You can always come back. I think that's, that's something a lot of people forget is that if you leave somewhere, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's forever closed. You can, you can, you know, you can be back in six months. Maybe you go across the country. And like I said, just you immediately, not, not you specifically, oh, yeah. but anybody out there take, take that step. And if you don't like it, you can always come back. It's, it's not going anywhere. It's mm-hmm. staying there. Uh, but people are meant to go see places. We have feet. We don't have roots. We're, we're meant to we're meant to go and, and see other stuff, not stay in the same spot our whole lives.
2: And your true friends will stay your true friends. So. Exactly. Also,
1: too,
0: on that, Dana White has this really good quote that he says, like, when he was 19 years old, he looked around. He was a bellman. and He was like, what the fuck am I doing He quit on the spot. And his buddy goes, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go do the fight business. And he's like, that's the stupidest thing we have ever heard of. And then uh, Dana White's head he had a great point. He's like, Dude, if I, if I fail, I can come be a bellman whenever the fuck I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a server right now. If I quit my job tomorrow, I want to go full on with the podcast and I fail. I can always fall back on it. Mm-hmm. But regret holds 10 times more fucking pain and feeling than, um, than I tried. Like a mistake. Because I tried, went to the arena. I tried, asked the girl out. I tried, moved for the job. I tried, lifted the extra weight. I tried, joined the military versus what if I would have done that? You're never going to know. And that's going to go to your fucking grave when you have a regret would drive a man or a woman crazy.
2: One quote that I like, would, like, I really stick, would stick by is fuck what ifs, only what, oh wells. It's so, like, fuck what ifs, only oh wells. So it's like, Sorry, honestly, slower, I digress. I say
0: what you're saying, and say it slower so they
2: Fuck can... what ifs, only oh wells. There it is. So it's like, like, at least you could say oh well, like something didn't like work, like work out, but it's like, fuck the what if, because then you're always going to be sitting there like, what if that happened? Mm-hmm. What if I did that? What if I took that chance? And it's like, might as well just take it because like. I don't
0: know. Exactly. And waiting is like the worst, worst form of like destroying your confidence too. Like there are certain situations where like short term maybe you have to wait. Like for example, let's say you're talking to a chick. She's like, oh, I'm gone for the week, whatever. You're waiting, right? But that's the form of waiting where it's short term where you can act on it. Mm-hmm. But there's long term waiting like, oh, I can go to the military anytime. When you give yourself too much time to do something, that's when you fuck up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can lose. I can lose 50 pounds in a year. That's fine. I'll start next year oh, I can start my own business in a, when I'm 30. You know, it's like when you give yourself too much time, that's when 30 comes around. And like, oh, wait, fuck, maybe 40, 40, 50. And then you're 65 and you're like, what the fuck happened to my ambition and goals? Like when I talk to certain people and they say like, yeah, like, okay, here's a perfect example today. I was in class, right? And I do speech and the speech was on like, uh, what your dream job would be, blah, blah. And so mine was, mine was basically, um, Mine was to talk about working for Barstool, which is not my dream job, but it was just like a job that I had to relate for the, to get credit, right? Like Mm -hmm. it was kind of, I had to pick a job that a business was already created. Anyway, I talked about it. I was like, I definitely would do this. And maybe in other words, I would still do it, but I'd have like other ambitions and goals with that. Anyway, then I had another girl at the very end of the day, I'm not going to name drop her, actually, I don't even really know her last name, but she was in my class and she was like, so there was basically three jobs you could pick. You pick your realistic job, your middle tier job and your dreamer job. The whole time she's talking about how she's like, yeah, I picked the first one because it's just very safe. And the whole time in my head, I'm thinking like, she's like, it's safe and it's secure. And I just feel like I can, do. And in my head, I'm like, okay, that's great for this girl. She had a great presentation. She was actually very well-spoken. Um, pretty girl too. Like she's probably going to be successful, whatever she does. But in my head, the whole time I'm just hearing these words in my head. Every time I hear someone say that, I always catch myself thinking like, dude, you're going to have so many regrets in your life. When they're like, I just want to play it safe, secure. When you hear the word security, safe, um, easy route, I'm like, okay, don't get me wrong. That might be good. And you, you can still live a happy life doing that. There's nothing wrong with risking it all. But I think sometimes you do need to take a risk because you're never going to know. And like now is a time in life where you have to just go for it. And if you fuck up, then you can learn later on, oh, fuck, I, should, I, I at least know what not to do now, right? Versus, well, what if?
2: I yeah. say take the risk at everything in life.
1: Bet on yourself. One of my best posters in my room.
2: What do you got to lose? Facts. You only live once.
1: But they say that the cost of an action is far greater than the cost of a mistake. I'm mm-hmm. really so like, yeah, the out. cost of, you know, putting something off yet to not do it mm-hmm. is always gonna hurt you way worse than making a mistake, trying it, being bad at it, yeah. and moving on. Yeah. If anything, you save yourself time because you don't spend years wondering.
0: Yep, facts. Like my little t shirt business. Anyway, oh by the way, one final thing, this is a great podcast by the way guys. T shirts will I'm gonna drop this podcast tomorrow. T shirts should be here next week. Uh, it'll be our fifth merch drop fifth merch drop for the hilarious society merch it's just our first ever hilarious society t-shirts it so just the hilarious society in a little circle on the left the material's fire. I think it's like haynes or gildan and then on the back it says the most uncontrollable podcast in the world all right that's gonna be the way i say it. that's kind of fire okay anyway uh Keelani, any final thoughts for the viewers
2: no
0: okay jake <laughs> keep it bye pushing. guys keep it pushing all right guys another great episode remember we're gonna keep dropping these every week Love you. Thank you for your support. Tell your family, your dead goldfish, and your grandma. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Laugh
0: about it.